By the way, good job, guys. We're at 60 subscribers right now. Yeah, I know you guys. You you guys are. We're catching up to our mental health casual. <laughs> I had such a good lead. <laughs> now I'm 61 to 60. I feel like I'm just competing with myself every single time. But hey, welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm Lucky. Here I go. This hand of mine is burning red. And I'm Michael. Realize the only ones who should kill are those who are prepared to be killed. Johnny. Your darkness swallowed up my son? Who decided that? Opting! Burning! Now all of you... Die. Die. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky. In three, two, one, and I'm Michael. Three, no, I'm Johnny. <laughs> and we make up Anime Casuals. All three of us do. And uh, today we are talking about, uh, in our casual discussion, we are talking about the most memorable moments, the moments that really stuck with us uh, through anime. And so, uh, yeah, I guess I'll go and get this one started just to give you guys a little, a little teaser, a little appetizer. Uh, so to speak, um, and this one actually comes from from an anime, but I just remember it what? becoming yeah I know right I remember <laughs> it becoming one of my favorite. I, this was agreed upon. We didn't talk about anime. What are we? Talking? Oh my yeah, god! I'm, I'm changing all my answers. We're going to cartoons. <laughs> so uh, th this one is the warp Kamehameha from uh, Dragon Ball Z that uh, Goku pulls off in uh, in the in the Cell Saga, and uh, yeah, so uh, fight me, bro. Fight me, bro. You know, Fight if me. I could, warp! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because, so when I saw this in Dragon Ball Z for the first time, I, I never really thought about it, because just like you said, Johnny, like, he puts his, uh, he usually puts his, uh, his two fingers up to his head, and that's usually how he teleports, so you don't really think about it too much, of him being able to just do it willy-nilly, and especially with the, with the Kamehameha wave, because uh, that always seemed like a vulnerable position to be in, as it is. So, and these people move at lightning, like, light speed. So I'm always wondering, like, why people just can't get out of the way. You can't get out of the way out of somebody just light speeding into you, you know? Um, <laughs> and watching what it did to Cell, I mean, granted, he didn't kill him. I mean, he basically did if Cell wasn't Cell. Um, and, yeah. yeah, it was an amazing thing. And then it became my favorite move to do in Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai 3. It was, <laughs> it was my favorite thing to do um and it was really hard to pull off because you had to pull off this game of chance that you had to do anyway long story yeah. short the warp command mail wave was just amazing and uh just uh just seeing and seeing it happen to such a, a powerful person like cell in the beginning of the games the cell games was pretty pretty gnarly so uh yeah what do you have michael uh mine has to be my first one is from made made in the abyss or made in abyss uh and i forced these two to watch it and I think we can all agree that when we see two young girls go down an elevator together and one of them comes out, comes back a gross blob, uh, that kind of sticks with you. And, like, that series has some really terrible moments, but that's, like, one of the worst I've seen. That and the scene where uh, Robot Boy's trying to break her or trying to cut off her arm and is just messing it up thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, that, that series tends to stick with you. So it was a pretty horrific scene to watch, especially like after you go, oh, 
this cute little rabbit. Like, she's so adorable. Oh, God, her past is so horrible. <laughs> it's pretty awful. Yeah, it, it sticks with you like, uh, uh, yeah, like that piece of dust you can't you can't get out of your eye, or a grain of sand in the in the just the niche of your butthole. It just doesn't feel great. It's a really good series, but yeah, speak that's it's pretty bad. Michael, speak for yourself. That sand is in there all day, son. So, uh, Johnny, what did what did you uh, what did you come up with? Uh, well, I don't know if you could tell, but uh, my first choice happened to be the Warp Commandment as well. Oh, you were serious? Um, oh my god! Yes. I, I thought that was gonna be such a niche one because I was like, oh, they're just gonna say like Kamehameha. They're not gonna say Warp Command. That's yeah, no, it was definitely the Warp. Fight uh, me, bro. Fight me. <laughs> Dude, he's going to now. <laughs> just, I mean, just to touch on it real quick, I love Cell during that entire time because Goku's not saying anything. He's just charging up and concentrating. And Cell's like, Goku, what are you doing? You can't fire that thing. You're going to blow up the planet. And then he disappears, and he's behind him, and Cell's just like, no. Nope. <laughs> and he gets destroyed. I love it. Uh, but my, my choice, actually, is going to be um, from One Piece. Uh, one scene I always kind of <clears throat> look back on for some reason is uh, the fight between uh, Luffy and Bluna when um, they, uh, I don't remember if they're just on, no, they're not on the train. They get to whatever, I don't remember what that place is called now. Not Water Eddie's Lobby? Oh, Eddie's Lobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get there and Luffy and Bluna are fighting <laughs> and he uses second gear for the first time. And it's just, it's a great scene because Bluno is this super trained you know, dude, he's a, he's an agent, he's a spy, and Luffy is just blowing his mind with how fast <laughs> he's going. I mean, like, he's supposed to have super fast things, too, and he's just, nope, he's gone. He punched me too hard. I can't, I can't open doors quick enough, and I love that scene. I, I, I love, like, during the, the entire Eddie's Lobby arc that was there, where he's like, hey, what? I get to step on land super quick, and that's how I can teleport around. And he's like, oh, you just step in the same place multiple times. I'll just do the same thing. <laughs> I can <laughs> and, move fast. And we get one piece logic where it's like, yeah, if you step on the same location instantaneously like four times, you move four times faster. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> like, kind of like the, the Torico logic of how how that old lady uh, would, would walk on water, right? You remember when she was walking she was walking on water and then Kama uh, Kawamatsu or Kamatsu, whatever the name is, he was just like, how are you doing that? She's like, oh, it's just simple. I'm just like, I'm just touching my feet on the water multiple times at the speed yeah. of, of this. I'm taking a step before I sink every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, what? So, uh, you know, just do that, kids. You know, if you ever want to just walk on water, just do that. And you ever need to, uh, you know, teleport oh behind somebody, God. then, yeah, just go ahead and do that. So um, another one, obviously, we're going to have a lot for uh, for these. So uh, we're, you know, we'll, we'll just blow through them. But um, one of them that I definitely had to touch on was um, the very first uh, episode of Junie Tyson. And for this one, I... I I, I didn't know what I was thinking when I came into this, just because I, you know, it showed up, we're following this girl, Boar, um, I don't know what her real name is, but they're all named after the, one of the, uh... It's Boar. Yeah, it's Boar. Um, but, uh, they're all named after, you know, one of the Zodiac, um, uh, one of the Zodiac, uh, 12 animals, if you ever see them in Chinese New Year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're following this girl, you know, we're seeing her whole backstory, end of the episode, done done wrecked <laughs> killed and i remember looking over at anime josh and we we were just like 
we thought I thought she was the main character. <laughs> no, just, not anymore. Yeah, and then that just twist. that just set the pre- the precedent for the entire series. So uh, yeah, that was a pretty gnarly first episode that you oh, showed us, Michael. How out. dare you? It was so good, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> and I gotta admit, like I really like anime. Uh, I think ever since Johnny watched, um, uh, was it uh, is it Harbor Island? Is that the one with somebody dies every episode? Harbor Island. Hmm. Where What's we about? Do you know? So it seemed like a bit for a second. I was like, uh, no, yeah, it's the one where there's the killer on the island with like a bunch of friends and like. Wait, they, is it the live action one? Yeah. Oh, it's What's like that one Harper's Island. Harper's Island, and Judy Tyson reminds me of that too. I'm like, oh yeah, I can get behind an episode where it's just like, yeah, you know, it's gonna end. A bunch of people are gonna be dead, and I will just have fun with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we we can get behind that. And that was an interesting uh, murder mystery show where I guess they nobody knew who was gonna die until yeah. the episode aired. They had a whole play like they like had the a- actors and actresses, so they would act, and then they'd find out. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Wah. So it it was it was a bit kind of like twisty and you know, yeah, messed with your mind a little bit. There's a big so, game yeah. where you could do like investigative research while watching and going, what clues are here? Let me mark these down. Uh, that was our anime adjacent. No, it's not anime. Say, it's not anime at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> um, my two picks because I'm gonna do two real quick back to back are from Sword Art Online. Uh, the first one is from Gun Gale Online and is the last two episodes the the feelings that you get when like lalen figures out who um who um oh no i forgot her name oh no do either one of you guys remember the the crazy awesome chick no that's okay uh who basically like her biggest antagonist the entire series is who's like trained her to play the game they both had have a huge love of killing other players in the game and do it amazingly and then she finally figures out who that character is, and it means, like, way too much to her. And I was like, wow, what a beautiful setup. Also, spoilers, um, is, like, how adorable that character was in real life really threw me off. And how much the series kind of plays on, like, the events of Sword Art, which kind of brings me to my second one, which is the second season of Sword Art at the end of that that core um, when, um, Kirito and, uh, Asuna. Asuna are playing with, like, a whole new guild when they got away from, like, the, the, the Thor stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the Norse mythology, and they're playing with this new guild who, like, this girl has super cool powers, and then you find out at the end, it's like, if you haven't watched the second season, go watch that. Um, and you find out at the end that, like, this whole guild of people is all people who are... Um, basically terminal in their diseases and each one of them is slowly dying and basically the guild's gonna wrap up when they're all dead and then the, the girl who like Asuna is receiving uh, power from like is dying right now like in SAO and I was like well, well, well I wasn't taken by the first half of the season the second half was killer and legit made me cry because like that's how much it affected me while I was watching it because I was not expecting that. I was like, I'm always there for the hopefulness of going, oh yeah, don't find a cure. You know, it's the future. And she just, pa- she dies like in her virtual arms in this game with the amazingness of medical technology. And she's not feeling the pain, but I was like, whew, I'm never going to forget that one. That one, uh, mm-hmm. that one stuck with me. 
Uh, spoilers, uh, I will be talking about many sad things because those are the things that usually stick with me like the most after watching the anime. Well, I think, I think also it's so memorable because that whole season was a little eh until that part. And I think that yeah. was what kind of saved the, the season. So I think that definitely, because um, I remember getting into it, I was just like, like, what is this season? Like, I'm not super into it. And then that happened. I was like, all right, you assholes. I, I see how it is. <laughs> just save the best for last year. Yeah, Come on, absolutely. Guys. What about you, Johnny? Um, my next one, um, I thought of Gurren Logan, and the scene that came to mind was free, I, I don't know, it's been a while, but, you know, spoilers, I guess. Uh, Go watch it. <laughs> close to the end, I don't know, maybe one of the last, like, four episodes. I was gonna um, say, it better be the last four yeah. episodes, Johnny, because if, if certain things don't stick with you in that, in that series, they, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Yoko sticks with me. No. Uh, but... It's the scene where they're fighting and they're the mechs have gotten so big that they're just moving galaxies around. <laughs> and I don't I, I'm never gonna forget that. I'm like and no other mech series is ever gonna compare to Garen Logan in that <laughs> respect. I mean, that was insane. They're throwing galaxies at each other. That's a lot of people you, did. How do you just grab? Like that's insane. Um and yeah. So that was, Gurren Lagann was my answer. Yeah, if you don't know, the name of Gurren Lagann, the series, is like Tenken Topa something Gurren Lagann, which is literally the name of the robot at the end of the series. Yeah, because it goes through many different names, but uh, yeah. yeah, there is... Uh, yes. Yeah, and, and if, you, if you ever, ever want to like figure that out, there is a great YouTube video out there, I can't exactly remember where it is, that shows you like how big that that particular thing is compared to like some of the biggest things you've ever seen like big oh yeah all that kind of stuff it is it's pretty gnarly (laughs) yeah there's a there's a great i don't think it's the same person but there's great series of youtube videos out there uh for all sorts of genres that show they're just like size charts so you just do like anime size chart yeah and they'll just slowly go this is this is the smallest thing and then they'll be like this is a person and then you'll see about five minutes in the video that person's gone they're, yeah, they're over here now. <laughs> they're like an ant on that other person. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I, I had, I have to bring this one up because it's probably the most watched scene that I've, like, I ever see, and it, it, that's due to like watching reactors react to it, like, you know, me watching it over and over is, uh, um, the pain fight scene, but in particular is Pain's uh, cycle of hatred speech to Naruto. And I watched it in both English and uh, and I was about to say Spanish, and I have not seen that in <laughs> Japanese. Whoa. And uh, whoa, it was crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> Pain has an even deeper voice in Spanish, if you can believe that. Um, but uh, and Naruto has a really high one for some reason. Yeah, I, nobody knows. But uh, yeah, it, it, hearing that that that's one of the most like philosophically uh, like engaging speeches I've ever I've ever seen anybody give. Like. In terms of uh, villains, like that's one of my favorite speeches, and it's such a, it's such a powerful point. I remember that's what started making me think about like real life events. Like I was thinking, like, is this what, like, you know, not to get too into it, but like, is this what dra- drives people to start wars? Like, it's just you know this cycle of hatred and all this stuff. It really threw me off. Like, it really stuck with me bad, and I had to watch different people's reactions to it because I was like am i the only one thinking this is like oh no there's a lot of people thinking about this too so um yeah pain pain talking to naruto and especially when he's actually you know saying like hey especially hearing naruto be like 
I don't really have a plan. I'm just going to kill you. I'm going to bring justice to the world. He's like, oh, that is a good plan. But what about my friends? What about my family? And I was just like, whoa, he said it. He said uh. it. Oh, shoot. What are you going to uh. say now? And he didn't have anything to say. That was He's literally the only villain that's ever rendered Naruto completely speechless for like an episode or two. Uh, Believe but, it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh. that's fine. Yeah, I have an equally as classic one to that, but instead of being towards the, like, later half of a series, it's right in the first episode. And we're talking about Attack on Titan. Uh, I never will I ever have watched an anime that so violently grasped my attention and didn't let go until the, the credits started rolling. Um, and to be honest, when I was watching Attack on Titan, like, the first five or ten minutes is, like, pretty bland. It's like, oh, these kids, you know, they're chilling out. And then Aaron has a vision next to a tree, and you're like, what's that about? And then you keep going, uh, which has major repercussions on our season this year. Um, but then you keep going, and then finally they're all like... And everybody's looking up, and you're like, what? What are you looking up at? And you just see a giant titan face creep over, <laughs> and, like, everything goes to shit immediately. And there's violence, there's blood, there's gore, moms are eaten, dads are nowhere to be found. And that's like the first episode of, uh, of Attack on Titan, that one moment of the kick of the door as it flies and just people are crushed is equal to the Game of Thrones explosion. Where you're just like, play the game, play the, like, like, point, 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 kill, 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 kill. And like that moment has stuck with me since. That when we rewatched it uh, with a couple people who've never seen Attack on Titan before or like needing to do a rewatch, like my brain was just exploded by how intense that first episode was. <laughs> like, I, I, oh, it's violent <laughs> and I love it. I love it, John. It's crazy to think back that far. And, oh my God, what we know now. Oh, geez. Yeah, uh, uh, theories for later and in, in the actual, the other thing. <laughs> Johnny? <clears throat> um, I got one more. <laughs> my next one is going to be from uh, Seven Deadly Sins. And it's... Um, Ooh, not Six Deadly Sins. No, no, or Eight. Mm, yeah. Um, it's... Uh, how do I... Our intro to Escanor, uh, seeing him deal with Gallant, the whole... It might be over two episodes, but that entire just scene of they show up and they're like, Barkeep, I'm going to kill you unless you, you know, give us those people back there. And they get drunk and they almost kill him. But then they go into this game and Gallant very quickly <laughs> regrets everything he's done up to that point. And what's crazy is we've seen the Ten Commandments kick so much ass, even especially Gallant. But that up to Escador, it's just... <laughs> I don't remember her name, but uh, the other Ten Commandment that flies around, she is like, Gallon, you got to get out of here. He's like, I can't lose. And then he goes for it and he runs away and he turns to stone. <laughs> I, I just, the whole scene. Or something it's like that. Yeah, some, yeah. some, some vampire Malascula, sounding name. I don't know, yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Some, Malascula. Some, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's some, some that vampire entire, entire yeah. just scene of that is great. And it's a super awesome intro. To a character. By the way, I lied. I have two more. Oh dang! So I got two more too. Oh, How we're still raising the stakes. You're just gonna. You know what? I got three more, lady. <laughs> I don't have that many. But uh, yeah, my <laughs> next one. My next one. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember why I started watching this series. Because if I'm not mistaken, I made you guys watch it. 
Um, and then, uh, but yeah, anyway. Because I don't um, know what you're talking about right now, so, but I will, uh, I will I, violently disagree with you. So <laughs> I'm talking about Akame Got Kill. Um, oh, yeah, okay, I first, I first heard about this. Um, I first heard about it from a Watch Mojo countdown, and I was just like, okay. And they called it the Game of Thrones of, like, anime. I've heard all that, you know, saying before. Um, and I had to see it. I had to figure out what what is mm -hmm. so special about this anime. First episode kicks off. Everything's great, you know. Uh, you know, we get uh, we get the main character, you know, slaying things. It's like I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna be an adventurer. You know, comes from a town, um, a village. Sorry, that's uh, impoverished. All that kind of stuff. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna make it better. He's got two friends that you know he hasn't seen, uh, and he's gonna meet yeah. up with them. And then, yeah. you know, gets taken in by this beautiful girl, beautiful like royalty, all that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, fast forward, um, you know, Night Raid comes in, um, all the cool characters end up coming in, murdering the entire uh, mansion, and then all of a sudden, you know, you figure out that this woman who's like, you know, oh, I, I pick up, uh, you know, stray people off the street, all that stuff, you figure out that she's got a torture chamber, and she's got his two friends in it. I'm like, the horrible person. that was one of the craziest things that I, like, that's a crazy, one of the craziest first episodes to this day that I've ever seen. There's definitely crazy first episodes. Um, that, like, just whenever I think of Crazy First Episodes, that's usually the very first one I think of, and, yeah, yeah it really left an impact on me. Yeah, dude, that, that and Attack on Titan are, like, that equal, just like, oh, I didn't expect a bunch of people to die in this, in this, like, I just got started watching this. Um, now, we're gonna take a little, uh, take a trip away from death to adorableness and love. And to this day, um, I haven't, I don't watch a ton of romantic anime, but, like, Romantic stories do get me at times. Like, they'll be like, yo, Michael, come on here. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I'll, I'll jump over and watch them. And uh, by far my favorite, probably because it has to do with games, is uh, Recovery of an MMO Junkie. And, like, the towards the end where the two of them, like, finally go out on a date, and it's, like, the most awkward adorableness between two people who are, like neats basically who just like live at home go to job go back home and play online i was like uh, uh, how do they understand me so well <laughs> <laughs> and legit brought a tear to my eye when i watched it the first time because we we did an episode about it a while ago where we sat down and watched it and i was still hoping for more than just an ova or oav uh but you know i'll be happy with it they you know we can assume that they fucked. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, like, that, that, just that last part and the, the, the specific moment that really caught me is when his best friend is the best wingman that we will ever see on this planet. Where he's like, bro, I've been, I've been going out with her constantly basically to make her more comfortable around people, to get her self-esteem higher, and to hook you up, bro. I would never do that to you. She's yours. And he's like, oh. Bro. <laughs> bros before hugs. Yeah, dude. That's kind of, that's kind of like uh casual bros Paul. Like you can imagine he would be in the same same uh <laughs> same room as that as that wingman guy. It's just like, yo, you thought I was dating her this whole time? No, dude, this is a six-month setup to get you with her. Go uh, go be happy. And it's like, oh Paul, oh casual bros Paul. <laughs> <laughs> You got another one, Johnny? I do. I have one more. And I'd actually, I've been saving this one for uh, years. Um, when we first talked about doing a ball drop video. but Oh, that's going to come out in the future. No, ready for it. no I'm going to say mine now. I'm blowing my load. Uh, 
<laughs> huge. Uh, so it's it's from Bleach. Uh, it's Shisui Hisage. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's one of the lieutenants. Um, and he, his whole scene uh, with, he's fighting the um, I don't remember what they're called, like the Espada, but they're they got the numbers like the ten, nine, eight, seven, six. That is it. Iron Car. Oh, Iron Car. Is that maybe they were? I don't. It's been so long since I've seen Bleach, but it's those yeah. guys. And one of the lieutenants of those guys, he's like this blonde dude with like a crab hand, yeah. and he is pushing pushing our my boy Hisage um, around all the time until one at one point he releases his sword, his shikai, and everything just changes right there. Like the music gets really intense, and even all the captains nearby are like. Well, it's about time. Like, oh, so he's doing it. Oh, my God. Like, they all acknowledge him right there. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, my God. And he proceeds to scare the crap out of this dude. Because he's just like, man, I really hate my sword. I mean, just look at it. It just looks like death. And it's two, if I remember right, it's two sides on it. Like, little sides. And it's like a little handheld with a, with a chain in between. And he just starts chasing this dude down and destroying him. And <laughs> he breaks him mentally just right before killing him. It's crazy. And I've always loved that scene. So there you go. Wait, is that the last one? Um, wow. Is that the same dude who's from the the squad that like? Yeah, actually, Michael. Before you before you before you get into it, um, I Johnny somehow. We're like we're in sync today because my next moment involves that guy, and I think you know which one I'm talking hey. about. Um, so so. Uh, he does. He does come from the, the squad that um, there's a guy that's blind, and he ends up uh, leaving yeah. along with uh, you know uh, what I forgot what the other guy's name is, but Eisen as well. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And um, anyway, the the blind guy ends up just giving into and giving in becomes uh, this crazy chameleon-looking fly thing, <laughs> and yeah. he's wrecking um, you know the Sheba guy. I can't remember his name. Um, Tengen Mio, um, but uh, anyway, he's just wrecking him, and you're just like, "Yo, dude, get out of here!" And, and the lieutenant's like trying to help him, right? And you're just like, "What help are you gonna do?" All of a sudden, sticks his sword in, and he activates his uh, activates his shikai, which transforms it into those sides, and just parts this guy's eyes. And I was like, <laughs> or parts this guy's skull, and I'm like, "Yo, that was pretty cool, dude!" Like that guy gets my respect because I, the one thing about Bleach that I really didn't like was the power scaling. I, I was just like, I feel like you're falling into some Dragon Ball traps right now, and you need to you need to stop it. A because, bit. Yeah, because, you know, but at least there, that was a tactical thing. Like, you know he can't beat him, but he was just like, he's just like, yo. And what he said to him, too, he's just like, he's like, you know, you, you now that you can see, like, you've truly become blind, I was like, oh, my God, that's some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> that's so crazy. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was, Oh, that was just one of my favorite moments in Bleach, and uh... it doesn't get enough scenes, but all of his scenes are pretty good. Oh, definitely, dude! <laughs> oh my god, what about you? Mike? Hey, we can wait for that next season of Bleach to come out later this year. <laughs> Apparently, oh man. Um, I was also gonna be like uh, the other. I don't. It's not the same guy, right? The blonde guy who has like 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 four like like flopped over daggers or something who's like i can never use my shikai because it's against our code oh <laughs> that guy no, that's the he's like 
I don't know, the pretty boy guy. Yeah, yeah with the, the little flower really nice. yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got the. I like that guy's scene he... too. It's not. It's not a. It's a, it's also a memorable yeah. moment from. He me. always says a chic guy by by the wrong name, so it doesn't show up. The, the yeah, right and then like, like crazy. And then the <laughs> one time you see it come out, he's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't like what it does either, so I, I just don't use it. <laughs> Even though it's incredibly strong. And it wrecks people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my final one um, is from the anime series, uh, probably rarely known at this point, called My Hero Academia. Uh, nobody knows about Never that one right now. No. Um, and I would say it's probably a pretty popular scene, too. It's the uh, United States Smash. And the biggest thing with that moment is it gave me prickly chills all up my arms, like, like the first ten times I watched it, because how, like, how balls to the wall that moment is, where you see All Might, like, basically near defeat, and he basically has to use the trickiest strategies ever of throwing the last of his power between his arms to finally finish this guy it doesn't even finish him like he's still alive and still very much can use his powers but it's pretty messed up and like i'm like wow this was such a good like it's very similar to the jiraiya scene where Jiraiya goes against pain where you get to see a master who has taught his student like a lot go against like one of the big bad guys of the series and just show off how much power that Deku could eventually get up to probably pass that because that's how that power works and like this is one of the best done scenes of that nature that I've ever seen is it shows off master and big bad's powers at the same time while ending that and giving it off to the next series without making them seem underwhelmed. Like, when you saw Jiraiya, like, do as much as you could do, you're like, wow, Naruto's got to step it up. He's got to step up his game to get to Jiraiya. Like, Deku's the same way, but it seemed like Deku is now starting on that path, just like Naruto did, and it's such a unique scene to see from, like, big shonen to be like, I want to see, like, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I wanted to see what that dude could do. A uh, uh, blindfold guy. I forgot. I don't, I'm not going to remember anybody's name in that show. Uh, but, I'm like, I want to see what that guy could do. And then you see what he could do, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> and that's why I'm going to just leave that there, because I don't want to spoil that for anybody. It's really cool. Um, and I think every show that has a master, like, apprentice, you got to see what that master can do, or else you never know what the apprentice can get up to. And all my really showed showed it off and they and then instead of like having him die you know he gets to step back into a nice teacher role so that's my final one super memorable any anything else from you two any other memorable moments honorable shout outs what about you johnny you got anything mm, sure i'll do one more just because you made me think of it um i was trying to think of one for my hero as well and um when you started talking about it I actually remembered one scene in particular. It's uh, close to the end of season one where um, All Might fights that Nomu. And it's just that quick beginning of All Might goes in, the Nomu goes in. I even went back and I played it as slow as I could, but they're like, dink, and everything around them is just gone. <laughs> it just, it just explodes and that that insane 
force of power, just seeing that and how it culminated was just super awesome to see. It was a good lead into how strong is All Might. At least for me, I liked it. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. That's the uh, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, my hero has just too many of them. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that those are some of our most memorable moments. Obviously, we could probably go on forever because there were just more and more that popped in my brain as mm-hmm. we were talking. And uh, yeah, it, it like I said, there's just so many memorable moments. Anime in general is just a memorable uh, genre. So. You know, mm-hmm. watch it if you're not already watching. Well, if you're already watching this channel, you should be already watching it. Watch it casually. And if you haven't watched it, there's so many more memorable moments in Redo the Healer. Um, yeah, it's. A, I didn't want to a- mention those, but yeah, they- <laughs> 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 I didn't want to mention those just just because you know it's fairly new, and you know, even though it is very memorable, you know, I'm sure there you are can't more get it out of your come. head. One would say, you know, I'm sure there are more <laughs> to come, and I, I didn't mean that as a pun. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, guys, if you guys want to check out our link tree down below, I will put it on, in our description box if you're listening to this on podcast as well. Um, thank you guys very much for supporting us. And, uh, yeah, you can check out anything and everything all casual in our casual empire link tree. So, as usual, guys, don't forget to keep, keep it casual. It.